0: pray, a prayer for discernment. Dear Heavenly Father, I seek your counsel. I invoke your spirit and help me to discern as nothing escapes your sight. Guide me, Lord, and give me a healthy spirit, a clear eye and wisdom, and help me identify any presence of the enemy, trying to tempt or trap me into the sin of pride or vanity. Set me free of my flesh so that I may see with the eyes of Christ. Let me identify the spirit behind any choices I must make. May your Holy Spirit fill me and take control so that I only need to walk in obedience. For you alone are holy and you are my sovereign Lord. And all my decision must glorify you. and your Son, Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Last week on Teachable Moments with April podcast Bible study. teachable moments with April podcast Bible study and this is chapter 9 Jesus early family life we're going to be reading the Bible scriptures and verses that go along with this particular chapter in its Bible reading we're going to start with the book of Matthew 13 uh, verses 55 and 56 we're starting with of course verse uh, 55 is this not the carpenter's son? Is it not his mother called Mary and his brothers, James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? Verse 56. And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? So now we're going to look at Matthew 27, uh, verse 56. Among whom was Mary Magdalene, and also Mary the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of the sons of Jebedee. The next book we're going to look at is the book of Mark fifteen Alright, 40, verse 40. There were also women viewing from a distance, among them Mary Magdalene, as well as Mary, the mother of James, at James the less, and of Joseph and Salome. Now we're going to look at also the same book, the book of Mark, but we're going to look at chapter 6, verse 3. This is the carpenter the son of Mary and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon is it not and his sisters are here with us are they not so they began to stumble at him and lastly we're going to look at the book of Deuteronomy uh, chapter 6 verses 6 through 9 verse 6. And these words that I am commanding you today must prove to be on your heart and you must inculate them in your son and speak of them when you sit in your house and when you walk on the road and when you lie down and when you get up and you must tie them as a sign upon your hand and they must serve as a frontlet band between your eyes and you must write them upon the doorposts of your house and on your gates." teachable moments with april podcast bible study we're looking at the um chapter 9 entitled jesus's early family life now when jesus is growing up in nazareth it is rather small an unimportant city it is located in the hill country of an area called galilee not far from the beautiful jezreel valley Now, when Jesus, perhaps about mm, two years old, he is brought here from Egypt by Joseph and Mary, and he is evidently Mary's only child. But not for long. In time, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas are born, and Mary and Joseph become parents to girls also. Eventually, Jesus has, at the very least, six younger brothers and sisters. Now, Jesus has other relatives, too. We already know about his older cousin, John, who lives many miles away in Judea, but living closer by in Galilee is Salome, who apparently is Mary's sister. Now, Salome is married to Zaboday, so their two boys, James and John, would be Jesus' cousins, right? We do not know whether while growing up, Jesus spends much time with these boys, but later they become companions. Now, Joseph has to work very hard to support his growing family. He is a carpenter. So, Joseph raises Jesus as his own son. So, Jesus is called the carpenter's son. Joseph teaches Jesus to be a carpenter, too, and he learns very well. That is why people later say of Jesus, this is the carpenter. Now, the life of Joseph's family is built around the worship of Jehovah God. In keeping with God's law, Joseph and Mary give their children spiritual instruction when they sit in their house and when they walk on the road, when they lie down and when they get up. There is a synagogue in Nazareth, and we can be sure that Joseph also regularly takes his family along to worship there. But no doubt they find their greatest enjoyment in regular trips to Jehovah's Temple in Jerusalem. Now, this chapter has four questions. The first question is, at least how many younger brothers and sisters does Jesus have? And what are the names of some of them? Question number two, who are three well-known cousins of Jesus? Uh, Question number three, what secular occupation does Jesus eventually take up and why? And the last question, number four, is, What vital instruction does Jesus provide for his family? All right, guys, I just, (laughs) I just realized that I made a mistake on the fourth question. Uh, What vital instruction does Joseph, not Jesus, Joseph provide for his family? It's like right after I said it, I was like, wait, 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 wait. What vital instruction does Joseph provide for his family? Sorry about that. teachable moments with April podcast Bible study this is teachable moments with April podcast Bible study we're looking at chapter 9 Jesus early family life this is the question and answer portion of this particular uh, chapter The first question is, at least how many younger brothers and sisters does Jesus have, and what are the names of some of them? All right, so the answer to this particular question is, according to Matthew chapter 13, verses 55 and 56, it speaks that Jesus has at least six younger siblings, brothers and sisters. Now. They said the second portion of this first question are what are the names of some of them? All right. So um, some of the names of his siblings, brothers. Okay. They didn't go into the sisters, uh, their names, but the brothers. Um, The brothers are James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. All right. So now we have question number two: Who are three well-known cousins of Jesus? All right, so according to scripture uh, found at Matthew 27, 56 and Mark 15, 40, we learn of Salome, who lives close by in Galilee, and she apparently is Mary's sister. She has two boys named James and John, okay? Now, he also has an older cousin, also named John, who lives many miles away in Judea. Okay, so now we're going to move on to question number three. What secular occupation does Jesus eventually take up and why? Now according to scripture found at Mark 6 3, the secular occupation of Joseph, okay, which is his earthly father, in this case, Who was as we know was a carpenter, is passed down to Jesus, who he raises as his own son. And Jesus is referred to as, as we already know, the carpenter's son. Um, Jesus is a very quick learner and he learns very well, and that is why people also later say of Jesus, this is the carpenter. All right, so now it leaves us to the last question for this particular chapter is uh, question number four. What vital instruction does Joseph provide for his family? Now, the vital instruction that Joseph provides for his family is spoken of in Deuteronomy chapter six, verses six through nine, where it speaks of Joseph and Mary giving their children spiritual instruction. And here it is when they sit in their house and when they walk on the road when they lie down and when they get up the life of Joseph's uh, family is built around the worship of course of Jehovah God and Joseph and his family find their greatest joy enjoyment I'm sorry in regular trips to Jehovah's temple in Jerusalem This is Teachful Moments with April Podcast Bible Study, Chapter 10, Trips to Jerusalem. Spring has arrived and it is time for Joseph's family, along with friends and relatives, to make their yearly springtime trip to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. As they leave on what is about a 65-mile journey, there is the usual excitement Jesus is now 12 years old, and he looks forward with special interest to the festival. To Jesus and his family, the Passover is not just a one-day affair. They also stay for the following seven-day festival of unfermented cakes, which they consider part of the Passover season. As a result, the entire trip from their home in Nazareth, including the stay in Jerusalem, takes about two weeks. But this year, because of something that involves Jesus, it takes longer. The problem comes to light on the return trip from Jerusalem. Joseph and Mary assume that Jesus is in the group of relatives and friends traveling together. Yet he does not show up when they stop for the night and they go hunting for him among their traveling companions. He is nowhere to be found, so Joseph and Mary go all the way back to Jerusalem to look for him. For a whole day they hunt, but without success. The second day they cannot find him either. Finally, on the third day, they go to the temple. There, in one of its halls, they see Jesus sitting in the midst of Jewish teachers, listening to them and asking questions. Child, why did you treat us this way? Mary asks. Here, you. Your father and I are in mental distress and have been looking for you. Jesus is surprised that they did not know where to find him. Why did you have to go looking for me? He asks. Did you not know that I must be in the house of my father? Now, Jesus cannot understand why his parents would not know this. At that, Jesus returns home with his parents and continues subject to them. He goes on progressing in wisdom and in physical growth and in favor with God and men. Yes, from his childhood on, Jesus sets a fine example, not only in seeking spiritual interests, but also in showing respect to his parents. Now, this particular chapter has three questions. The first question is, what springtime trip does Jesus regularly make with his family? And how long is it? The second question is, what happens during the trip they make when Jesus is 12 years old? And the third and last question for this chapter, chapter 10, trips to Jerusalem, is this question here, uh, question number three, what example does Jesus set for youths today? to invite you to join me in prayer, a prayer of spiritual protection. Thank you Lord for your protection over my family. I come against any plot or ploy or scheme that the enemy has planned for us and I render it useless in your son Jesus Christ's name. We are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that arises against us will be condemned. We have the minds of Christ and the victory. The victory is ours today in him. We are children of the Most High, and we rest in his goodness and faithfulness. In your Son's sweet name, Jesus Christ, amen. Just listening to Teachable Moments with April podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours, which is TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube. Also, we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on slash teachable moments with April to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback, and more.